0: Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Shalom Yamini. Each week we will look in a weekly Torah portion to find inspiration that will complement your daily life and intensify your connection to God. This month's Parsha Perspective is being sponsored by Shlomo Pesia and Daniela Hessen family. In honor of the upcoming yahrzeit of Shlomo Pesia's father, Yosef Ben Wolf. may his neshama have an aliyah and may his memory be a blessing for his family and entire Jewish people. If you or someone you know would like to sponsor a month of the Parsha Perspective, please email us at theparshaperspective at gmail.com or at our Facebook page, The Parsha Perspective. This week's pasha we pick up where we left off from last week. In the end of last week's pasha Rivka overheard that Asa was planning to kill Yaakov for stealing his brachas from Yitzchak. And in the beginning of this week's pasha Yaakov runs away to Haran on the instructions of his mother. As the pasha starts off, Vayetzi Yaakov be'er Shava Vayele The Yaakov left be'er Sheva and he went to Charon. And the second pasha is sham, ki that he arrived at the place and he lay there because the sun has set. Rashi brings down the Negemar brachas. The Rabbis say that Vayivkah does not only mean he encountered, rather it also means that he prayed. And Bamakim does not only stand for the place, rather it also stands for God. From here we learn that Yaakov instituted ma'ariv, the evening prayer. Yaakov now has concluded the cycle of prayer that we have during the day. Avram instituted shachris, the morning prayer, Yitzchak instituted Mincha, the afternoon prayer, and Yaakov instituted ma'ariv, the evening prayer. Each one of these prayers represents the person who instituted them. Avraham who instituted Shacharis represents the morning. He is the initiator. He is the person that introduced a new religious conscience to the world. With him a day begins. Yitzhak who instituted Mincha, the afternoon prayer, represents the afternoon. In the afternoon there is no major transition between darkness to light or light to darkness. Yitzhak represents remain steadfast in your ways. He represents staying loyal and devoted to the cause. Yaakov who instituted in the evening prayer represents the night, the transition from light to darkness. He is not a strong man, he represents fear and then flight, but he is also the man that wrestles with God and wins. He also wrestles with himself and others. Yaakov is the man that knows the darkness of this world and has fought with it and won, completing the transition from darkness to light. However, there is an interesting question, because in the Gemara, the Rabbis hold that unlike the morning and afternoon prayers, the evening prayers is not obligatory. That means we must daven shachris and mincha, but we are not obligated, mechuyev to daven maariv. If Yaakov instituted maariv, then why does it not hold the same obligation as the prayers of Avraham and Yitzchak? Some people answer that the reason that maariv is not obligatory is because we do not base our prayers on aves, the patriarchs, rather based on the daily Karbanes that were given in the Bismigdash. There were two daily Karbanes that were given every single day. One of them was to open up the Bismigdash for Karbanes, and the last one was to close out the Besmigdash for Karbanes. And according to this opinion, the reason why marv is not obligatory is because there was no third Karban, no third sacrifice that we base the Davening of Mariv on, and so therefore it's voluntary. However, there must be a more profound explanation for this. And perhaps we can see this from the different words used by the Torah to describe each of the three occasions that the sages saw as the basis of prayer. Avraham rose up early in the morning where he stood before God. Yisraq went out in the field to meditate towards the evening, but Yaakov met and encountered, came across, Vayifka God. He came across God and he met Him. These are three different kinds of religious experiences. Avraham initiated the quest for Hashem. He was a creative, religious personality. He was the father to all those who set out on a journey to the unknown destination, only armed with the faith in God. Avram sought out God before God sought out Avram. Yitzchak's prayer is described as a sicha, literally a conversation. Yitzchak represents the religious experience as a conversation between the word of God and the word of mankind. Yaakov, on the other hand, was very different. He did not initiate his prayer with God. His thoughts were elsewhere on Esau, who he's escaping, and on Lavan, who he traveling to. And into this troubled mind comes a vision of God, the angels, and the stairway connecting heaven and earth. He has done nothing to prepare for this. It is unexpected. Yaakov literally encounters Hashem, as we sometimes can encounter a familiar face amongst a crowd of strangers. This meeting is brought by God and not by man. This is why Yaakov's prayer cannot be made the basis of regular obligation. Because none of us know when the presence of God will suddenly intrude our life. This part of our life is beyond our conscious control. It comes out of nowhere. Because if Avram represents our journey towards Hashem, and Yitzchak represents our dialogue with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Yaakov represents God's encounter with us, unplanned, unscheduled, unexpected, but which will leave us transformed. As we see by Yaakov when he woke up in the morning, he says, I did not know that Hashem was here. He said, how special is this place? I am naming this place, Beis Kim, because this is the gate to heaven. Zeh Shar HaShemayim Such an experience cannot be made an obligation. It is not something that we do. It is something that happens to us. Vayivka Bamakim means the thinking over the places, and we find that we have walked into the presence of God. Such experiences tend to take place at night, which means... It happens when we are alone, afraid, or vulnerable. It happens when we least expect it. We can find that our lives are flooded by the brilliance of a Baruch Hu, and suddenly we know that we are not alone. We were just too preoccupied by our own concerns to notice Him. And this is how Yaakov found the Kodesh Baruch Hu. not by his own efforts like Avraham, not through conversation like Yitzchak, but in the midst of fear and isolation. Yaakov, who did not realize, has suddenly tripped into the waiting arms of God. In our daily life, we must realize that we are never alone. We might feel afraid, we might feel vulnerable, but God is there, waiting for us to notice Him. Waiting for us to stop being preoccupied with our own concerns. To notice that He has been there the entire time guiding us and helping us. Waiting for us to infuse Him in our life and to bring Him into this world through Torah and through mitzvahs. Yaakov's prayer represents the passion and love that God has for His children, that with no preparation He can appear to us and lead us to success, that at times when we feel most alone we can have one of the most profound conversations with our Father, our Creator. This is not obligatory, this is something that God shows to us. As a quote I once heard. You are never alone when you're alone with God. Have a great weekend and a good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, com. Send thoughts and comments to thepartialperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.